Welcome back to Magnet Movers, Australia's favourite sporting podcast. My name's Johnny Boland, joined as always in the studio by my colleague, co-host and friend, who has uh, this week joined the, the corporate world. He's embraced the, embraced the nine to five lifestyle uh, and put on the white collar. Josh Danger Ranger. Good evening, my friend. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. It's it, it, you're right. It's good to be here, mate. Especially as you said, I've I've joined the uh, the nine to five workforce, mate. In the last week or so, bit different to my usual um, sort of twelve till eight. Who knows what hours? So yeah, in the in the city, mate. So yeah. you're that, a big man. You're back on the train. I, I am back on the train, mate. Surviving that. So uh, and you've uh, had some concerns early. And I just want to address them off the top. Okay. Primarily, yeah. hot chocolate quality in the city. Mate. Talk to me about this problem. It's it's, it's grim. Because you're not a coffee man. I'm not a coffee man. And corporate culture is coffee. It is. They, so, they love their coffee, which, like, is, which is fine. You know, they, they, you know, they can do that. And you're not a coffee man. I cannot stand the taste of coffee. Okay. So, it's not like when the, I'm not like, oh, I don't want to drink caffeine. I just genuinely hate the taste of coffee. Right. So. Have you ever tried it? Yeah, I've tried. Yeah, I've tried a couple. Have times. you had a mocha? Because you uh, like hot chocolate. Yeah, mocha's still too coffeeish for me. Wow. Okay. So, so, yeah. so there's no hope you build into the coffee. Nah, 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 nah. But nah. what you do need is a good hot chocolate. Yeah. So we've been to three cafes in the first three days. Oh, sorry. <laughs> three different cafes <laughs> for work. For work. So is this a job or is this a social? <laughs> <event>? <laughs> sorry. Well, you know, you get a, you get a coffee at the start of the day. This so you true. know, and so is that on the company hour or? Oh, what, 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 time, time, what time do you get your hot chocolate? Oh. <laughs> Ten to nine, mate. Of course, just before, just before we start, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. No and then that way, that way, you, you, yeah, where the 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 lift doors open mm. at eight fifty nine yeah. with your hot chocolate in hand, you know, walk into the building. So perfect timing, right? Um, but mate, three different cafes so far. Yeah. All three of them, hot chocolate has been burnt and weak. Wow. It is. You know, this is how you make hot chocolate, right? Talk to me. You put hot chocolate powder in. Yep. You mix it with a little bit of milk. Yep. Then you put the rest of the milk in and keep mixing. Yeah. That's it. Right. That's all you do. Okay. That not, doesn't sound complicated. Well, you wouldn't think so. But it has been so far. <laughs> well, I don't understand what is so hard <laughs> about making own chocolate, but apparently it's impossible. Well, I think you've got to change up your order structure. Okay. Like, a, can I have a, a strong hot chocolate? I think I might have With stuck. one. <laughs> With what? I don't know. One sugar. <laughs> one sugar. Like, I don't know. I feel like you've got to order it strong if I, they're doing it weak. Yeah, but they're also burning it. What does that mean? It's like they've, like, burnt the milk or burnt... I don't quite understand. It, it tastes burnt, though. Mm. Imagine, like, burnt toast and chocolate. Okay. Like, you know how something tastes burnt? Yeah. Imagine that in drink form. Right. Okay. I don't think that would be very good. No, no it's, it's no, not. I thought about it. <laughs> it's not. So, I don't know whether the, 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 the strong would help, but I don't know how it's with the burnt. Like, do they then... Make, I think I will try it next time, though. I'm going to go mm. with strong hot chocolate. I think so. Yeah. Let me know how it goes. Yep. And uh, definitely sure. yeah. offer some promotion to the cafes as well. Yep. So, you know, if you can nail this, we'll uh, we'll plug you on, on Magnet Movers Australia's favorite sporting podcast. Oh, mate. And they know that to get them hundreds of hot chocolate orders the next week, no doubt. So yeah, this is true. We'll ha- have to do that. But, mate, let's... Enough about me and my work, mate. True. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's get into it. Did you catch much sport, mate, over the week? What have you caught? Mate, as I said to you pre-show... As for people that uh, were paid to watch the cricket, yeah, um, not including myself, I reckon I consumed the most cricket <laughs> out of all Australians <laughs> except those who were paid to watch okay, it. Okay, yeah, I watched a lot of cricket. Sure, it was epic. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, and it's made my life better. 
Nice. Um, and then a lot of footy as well. Pretty yep. much footy and cricket, mate. Back out how it should be, how of it course. used to be before we uh, we uh, sort of followed a lot of American sports. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good weekend mm-hmm. and uh, a good start to the week, mate. What about yourself? Look, mate, quite similar to you. Also some athletics in there. But, yeah, a lot of, I watched a lot of footy. Okay. Well, I watched a fair bit of cricket, but I watched, I think I watched pretty much every game. Over, wow. the, over the week, so it was only six. So it was doable. It was, it was doable. Um, and normally I watch sort of bits and pieces here and there. My wife might do stuff together, but she was a bit under the weather over the weekend. Oh, and so sorry to hear that, mate. And so ah, she's all right. And but like she was like, oh, I, I'm sort of too sick to do it, even watch anything. You just like watch whatever you want. I was like, stuck to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'm watching the footy today. Yeah. So yeah, watched watched most games, mate. So Beautiful. which is quite nice. Yeah. Um. But mate, let's get you mentioned it. Let's get stuck into it. Let's yes. chat cricket. Let's. What, so what a test match, mate. Ashes game oh. number one, Edge Baston. Yeah. What a what a what a game. Oh mate. So for those who are who are unaware or living under a rock, oh, I don't know will, how you could be unaware. Australia on day five closed out the test match with uh, Pat Cummins and Nathan Lyon. Uh, at the crease, yep. Chasing, they got the remaining fifty-five runs to yeah, they did to win, and Australia were chasing two hundred and seventy-four, and it was it was immense, and they mm. did it, and it was fantastic, mate. What was what was the highlight for you? Oh, I mean, like when Alex Carey went out and oh, fair catch, mate. Yeah, but like, <laughs> gosh, he throws his wicket away. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my man throws it away. Don't so, pop my man. Mate, it's good fifty in the first, mate. He. He had to finish it off for us. But um, when he went out, you thought, geez. Yeah. Well, let's go. Yeah. I gave a crack. Really going to fall short. True. But, oh, and people will say how amazing Pat Cummins was. Oh. The forgotten man is Nathan Lyon. This is true. If Nathan Lyon goes out, Hazel walks out there, and I reckon he lasts about six balls. Yeah, it's true. So I, I actually think Nathan Lyon was the hero for hanging out there. Coming in at number 10, how he was, was fantastic. How was his on drive? Mate. Elite and the other man, Scotty Boland. Barrel. Hey, gosh, he provided some resistance. Did he? That was key. So I think he, I, I think you coming in and just like making. Did he make twenty? He did. What? A, that was almost my highlight. As good as Pat Cummins was. Yeah. That was my highlight. What yeah. was yours, mate? No, so oh, look, there were there were many highlights in the in the Australian team, but yep. my my highlight actually came from from England. Okay. I loved the sledging. Uh, we're going to get touched on the Barmy Army a bit later, but I love that they brought some aggression and anger. They the did. Ollie Robinson send-off of, of Kawaja I loved. Uh, at 140, yeah. sending yeah. a player um, off. Pity how you yeah. but I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Uh, and how he said in the media, Australia got three number 11s. So I liked that. He he was almost a magnet of the week. Spoiler alert, he hasn't quite got it. Jeez, um, keep but, it post. And how about, um, did you see... I think it was day two or day three. Okay. Um, Pat Cummins coming into bowl to Joe Root. First ball of the day, Joe Root on zero, and he went to ramp him. It was unbelievable. No, no. He tried to reverse ramp the first ball. It was amazing. <laughs> like The way they play, it's made me really well happy that we beat him. Yeah. But like they made it way funner yeah. for, for us to beat. Yeah. Like If they were just boring and normal English people, then we'd obviously win and it would be mm. good. But the fact that they sort of stood up and, you know, challenged us made it all, all the more better sort of smashing them down. <laughs> Grinding them into the dust sort of thing. And as we said last week, Fazbolt, let's see him do it against our boys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no chance. No, no. Look, it was a, it was an absolute ripper of a ripper of a test match, and it, you know, obviously we'd love to see Australia whitewash the English. We do. We would. Like that would be amazing. Five nothing. But there's almost part of me that wants to lose a couple of testing, like the fifth test to all. Wow. Because, Imagine. like, the way that first test was played, like, it's, set, it's such an exciting Ashes. Yeah. It, it feels like the most even Ashes we've had in a long time. Yeah, you know, I agree. The, and, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to the rest of it. How is, what are your thoughts on the first innings, uh, Ben Stokes declaring eight down? Look, because Joe was Jared still in? Yeah, he was sure like 110 or something. Yeah, yeah. Look, mate, hindsight's twenty twenty, but worst decision of all time in cricket, I think. Um, oh, it was <laughs> what, brave. what an absolute idiot! That <laughs> 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 no, look, it was. I can see what like it's very sort of like baseball win or cost take risks, isn't it? Like, yeah. But I mean, my theory has always been that you pretty much never declare when you're batting first, first innings. Yeah, it's yeah. the best time to bat. Well, correct. Right? Like, so wouldn't you just bat for as long as you possibly can? Yeah. Especially against Australia. Like, we think back, it was a number of years ago. Um, I think it was when Mitchell Johnson ripped through the oh. in the second innings. But they declared, like, six for 550 and then got done. Like, you just don't declare batting first in England. Especially against Australia. You just don't do it. True. Just put your runs on the board. So, that's my thought, mate. I did respect the did boldness of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, the theory of having... Was it four overs at our openers on that yeah, end of the day? Oh, like, it, yeah, it was a handful. Yeah. It was a good theory. I liked it. But yeah, it was... Um, yeah, it sort of looks like it's it's cost them a little bit. So, bad luck to the Sucked English. In. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better nah, luck next time. That's right. No, it was it was, it was good to get the, the win. And, mate, we've got a couple of questions about the cricket. Okay. So, we'll start with our man, Jeff. Yes, Jeffrey. Jeff's written in. Okay, let's hear it. So Jeff wrote in classically on Tuesday. Oh no. Oh boy. So first oh he, he has said he wonders if I'll have the courage to tip the Hawks this week mm. after I didn't tip them when they beat Brisbane. And <laughs> also a bit of a reminder that uh it's two weeks until we get a certain dunk. Yep. How's that going? Oh no, I'm building. Yeah? Yeah. Physically or mentally? Um no, I'd say mentally. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, no, no. 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 The, the sort of physical, it's almost like carb loading for you. It's sort of like a three-day build. I'm doing that okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm doing that beautifully, actually. You got the carb loading down, mate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that'd probably be my strength. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, mate, you you and me both, mate. Me working in the city, mate, I tell you. Mate, the, 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 some not, Those burritos, mate, go down all right. There's some nice lunch places. This is true. Um, so his question, he says, not about the stupidity of Sicily suspension. Um, or the stupidity of selecting more on the side. But here we go. Has there ever been a more frightened test cricket captain than Pat Covens? Um, so scared about getting hit for four, he put all the players back on the boundary and didn't back his bowlers. He should have attacked and encouraged the driver in the attempt to get an edge. If we lose this series, he should hand in his captain's badge back in the embarrassment. Do you agree, Jeff? Oh, sorry, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Wow. Oh, Jeff. Don't don't write him before the test match is done, mate. You know what they say, Josh? <laughs> Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. <laughs> and that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Uh, look, I will say this. I didn't... I'm actually with Jeff. I didn't like how he kept in the first innings. Yeah. I thought he learned from it after that. 
But I would have liked to see the first, even just six overs, an attacking test field. Yeah, but I think because the pitch was so poor, yeah. the ball wasn't sort of swinging. And so, they're, I don't know, they were just pa- packing the, the back in case they sort of ramped over the top. Yeah, like, like, but I don't know. Like, it I, was weak early. Yeah, I don't mind if baseball starts it going and they put on 40, 50 early. You think, all right, guys, plan B, let's chuck them out. Chuck the players out. And then try and get wickets otherwise. Yeah. But I think you have to be aggressive for at least the first... Two overs, like, yeah. like something. Oh, how was Crawley first ball, um, mate? Unbelievable. Set the tone, it? didn't it? Oh. Um, but and and I also I didn't think Cummins bowled very well early on. But nah. saying that, how good is his second dig? Saying that, all time, mate. Talk about a captain's knock. That mm. was he bowled well in the second innings, and then he's batting like yeah, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. So I don't think we've given Uzi enough love either. No. Unbelievable two knocks from him. Yeah. Mind you, the way he went out in that first innings was soft. Yeah, yeah. That was such a soft dismissal. So he got he got spooked by that field place in there. So again, aggressive fields, but he did play very He was excellent. He played very well. But um mate, a couple of key players missed out though. Marnus and, and uh Smudger. I, Smith, what are they doing, mate? Yeah, no runs for them. Jeez. I was gonna ask you about this and, and yep. Jeff sort of touched on it with his he he loves a drive by. But his drive by on Warner. He does. Do you think there'll be changes going into the side, no. into Lords? No, they won't make any changes. Mm, I would disagree. I they, think Barrel has been replaced by Starkey. I was about to say, they may drop Scotty Boland. Yeah. Which um, hurts. Yeah. I'd love to see them... I mean, it's hard to drop a player after one sort of not amazing test. But yeah. mind, mind you, that 20 runs, they were helpful. He wasn't like bad though, that's the thing. He, no. And he wasn't... Yeah, he was probably, of the three, probably performed... Mm. Not the best. Yep. But I don't think Hazelwood sort of blew him away. Cummins obviously did. In the, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Hazelwood was that impressive either. So yeah. maybe they give Hazelwood one more because Scott's played two in a row with the World Test Championship into yep. Edge Baston. But I would say if, if Scotty does get dropped, I wouldn't be too disheartened because I think he will get another run. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I would say Stark for but Bowen most likely and, would and look, what happens. I think if if Warner fails in the first in, the, in both innings in the next test, I think he could be the chopping block. They've got to have. Oh, I know. But, I, I don't like Potney, but they've got to have the courage to drop him. Yeah, because I reckon Harris. Like, first we have too many left-handers. Yeah, the fact that we from we got Smith and Green our only two right-handers. Yeah, everyone else is left in our batting lineup is problematic. I think. Oh, and sorry, Manus is right-handed too, isn't he? Uh, maybe yeah, he is. Yeah, okay, so we, have, we have more than enough. We've got too many uh, right-handers. <laughs> no, no we, have too, we have too many left-handers. Except, anyway, that was an irrelevant point, it sure. seems like. Uh, but yeah, I think Harris for yeah. uh, for Warner for mine. Uh, bringing Matty Renshaw. Or Renners. Is Renners there? Yeah, he's, he's there. I saw him when they were celebrating. He was, he was there celebrating. Yeah, so get him in. You're a big Renners fan. I love Renners. I'm a even, after the night, even after the India sort of debacle, I love Matty Renshaw. Yeah, okay. He just... Mate, he will... Him and Kawaja... Oh. 300 run partnerships, mate. Kawaj will be the weak opener. Okay. With those two players, mate. Just, yeah, that's how good Redders is going to be. Um, my, my, my man, indeed. Now, mate, we've got a second list of questions on the cricket. Yes. Cricket, mate. Jeez. People love it, aren't they? It's, it's so good. Off. From our man, Basil. Yes. Basil's written in. Herbie. <laughs> Herbie, indeed. So, he said he's um, he's up watching Australia um, take the first test. And a question popped into his head. And he said, what would change about cricket if everyone had to bowl like everyone has to bat? Kind of regards, Basil. He said, P.S. 
As hard as it was to find a match, as hard as it as hard as it was to find a match for it is as a North fan. I tried Johnny's most recent try this on for size this week, and honestly, wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, something you probably have a bit more experience in than others. That's right. Like, it's, it's sort of, when you've had lots of losses, it's more experience a win, yeah. isn't it? It yeah. sort of flips on its head there, Basil. That's so, true. Um, if, you, if you head to a win, yeah. let us know how that I goes. I think you'll get the experience. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I'm not sure when you're playing West Coast next, Basil. Yep. But when you are... Or Hawks. Shit, I'm ahead of you. <laughs> we're, we're finals bound. Hilarious. Mate, if we met the Suns this week, the lid's which, off. Which you won't. The lid is off, mate. The lid is firmly off. <laughs> the lid is off if we win this week, mate. Just you won't just charge up the ladder. Um, but so, mate, tell me, what do you think would change about cricket? Yeah, if everyone had to bowl as well as bat. Oh, it's that's a it's a philosophical question. At, it is at, at its core. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, what would change? I, I think the the all rounder would definitely be the most desirable oh, player in the game. So 100%. The, yeah, there's yeah. Mitch Starks, not the, Mitch Stark, the Mitch Marshes of the, the world. Cam Greens of the, the world. The Stoinies. Yes. Um, would, would get a lot, would uh, just be more highly valued. Yep. Steve Smith obviously bowls a bit, bit of spin and so does yep. Marnus. I don't know, how would it work? Like, well, because when you're outing in, obviously batting, you're out. Yeah. Like, is it a minimum of one over? Because that wouldn't mean a whole lot. Yeah, it's probably been a couple of overs, you'd imagine. But, you know, it's kind of like how you think now you you always have one or two blokes in the side, especially one who's can't really bat. Mm. Like, your number 11 yeah. is pretty crap. Yeah. So you're probably going to still have at least one batsman who's like, geez, this bloke can't bowl. Yeah. So I reckon you still have one, but I reckon you'd, you'd have, beyond your two openers, you'd want to have everyone else a really solid bowler. Yeah. I think. I think we'll say for you know the hypothetical, it's yeah. a, a three over minimum or yeah. a two over minimum yep. per player. Yep. Yeah. So, out of the current eleven, mm. are you dropping players? Um, I think you have to. Or and does the keeper have to bowl? Maybe Surely maybe not. the exception. Do you know you almost wouldn't with the current Australian side? You drop Warner because I don't think he can bowl at <laughs> <Shock>. all. <laughs> <laughs> I know, shut up. <laughs> Kawaja's batting is good enough to keep him into your sort of just, no, he's always going to be rubbish. Yeah. But then Marnus bowls. Yeah. And he thinks he's the most amazing bowl in the world. So and he, that's and fine. In many ways he is. <laughs> Steve Smith can bowl. Yeah. Heady bowls. Head bowls. Green yeah. obviously bowls. Yeah. Carry a keeper. I mean. And then we got bowlers. Then we got bowlers. So I think the current side would be pretty. And my man, Matt Renshaw, oh. rolls the arm over. No. So, you bring him in. Do you want to hear what I'd be doing? Yeah. Obviously, dropping water. Yep. Head to open. Yes. Stoiny five. Stoiny. Yes. Bring it to Stoin. Yes. Looks good. I love it. And hits it. So, oh, mate. Yeah. Delicious. The, uh, no, I think I think you're on something there, mate. I think that Stoin would definitely get a... Definitely a look in. It's a good question, though, from Barrel. It, it is. Barrel. Basil. Basil. Oh, jeez. He's not quite Generous. Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not at Barrel levels. All right. Uh, but no, thanks, uh, thanks for running in, Basil. Always good to hear from you. Yep. Uh, but, mate, we move on to uh, the footy. Yes. As always. And uh, all the great love. Uh, our, our main love, mate. <laughs> let's be honest. We love it. We That's love our footy. That's where our bread's buttered. <laughs> that is. That's what we get our bread from to start with. This is um, But, mate, so we... Just the six games of the weekend. Yeah. How did you cope with... Because your boys didn't play either. 
No. How'd you cope, mate? Oh, I watched a lot of footy. It's still... I felt a bit empty. No, I think... I like, this sucks. I think I said this to you last week. I'm a footy fan of, of the game almost as much as I am a yeah. Collingwood supporter. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah, I, yeah sure. I, mean, I almost find it less stressful. I get very anxious around Collingwood <laughs> games and <laughs> obviously determines my happiness for the week. For sure. Uh, which, which is healthy and I'm aware of that. So... <laughs> it's healthy because you're winning. Yeah, true. But- <laughs> <laughs> So no, I had a, I had quite a relaxing weekend. Okay. Um, I I sort of um, no, I really enjoyed it, but I did struggle a bit with my tips. So yeah, that was that was a bit challenging. They did battle. <laughs> yeah. For for those who missed last week's um, tipping episode, I tipped the cats. Yeah. And went the early crow via text message to Josh. He did, which was unpopular. That's right, mate. Um, I, I didn't mind it, mate, because I made sure. Towards the end of the game, once it was sealed up, I... Oh, do you fi- what? Fight me back. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, did you what? Um, but no, I, I, it was a pretty normal weekend for me, but yeah, yeah, I, sure. I, I didn't enjoy not having Collingwood, but yeah. I, um, yeah, the, the angst wasn't there. Nah, How did you go without the horse? Oh, I battled. Okay. Really battled. Lucky to be here? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it was just, just not the same. Okay. Not the same. You know, it just doesn't feel right. And it's like, well, what's the point of the round? Okay. We'll just skip it. Was there any point in hindsight? Nah. Okay. <laughs> Might as well just skip it. What did we learn? Nothing. <laughs> we learned that footy sucks when your team isn't playing. I feel like you just watch your super coach players running around. There was a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you. Yeah. And, let me, and just quietly. Gosh, it was easy watching. Really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, look, bit of a preview episode too, but uh, I had a good week. No. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't that good. Uh, <laughs> Wow, better than fifty percent of this rooms. <laughs> that's, 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 I think it might was the, uh, the the top of this podcast, mate. Mm, so hey, hey, but whether by one or a thousand points, mate, it's still top. So What's two out of fourteen, <laughs> mate. I'm when it counts. All right, <laughs> I've told you it's a slow build, and now I'm starting to get going. Don't count your games, mate. Your games count, mate. You've you've peaked like round ten. This classic, classic rookie move. This but is... mate, we'll say this for the second the second pod. We will. Um, so no, mate, let's let's get into it. let's 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 start with power rankings. Yep. Have your power rankings changed at all? I no, mean, it, it's hard because Collingwood didn't play, and they're they're such a key part of the power rankings. And Melbourne for mine, yeah, and Melbourne in yours as yeah, well. Yeah, that, yeah, that was mine as well. So mm. maybe there wasn't any change. Did yours change at all, mate? They they didn't. Yeah. Um, but Port Adelaide obviously solidified. Yeah. They were sort of the threat. If they lost, yes. they may have sort of moved. Mm-hmm. But they're they're really good, and yeah. Um, yeah, they obviously withstood some tests from Geelong. Geelong mm. better than them early. Yeah, and uh, mate, they're good. They play similarly to Collingwood from from what I can tell. Yeah, uh, but geez, I like Zach Butters. Mm. He's good to watch, mm-hmm. and he's um, he's got a bit of twenty seventeen dusty about him for yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's really impressive. But no, nah, what about yours, mate? Have yours stayed the same? Yeah, mine have too. Yeah, again, it's hard because it was just mate, mine was the same. Port one. Um, Collingwood two, Melbourne three. Yeah, we're and yeah, we're level on that at the moment. We had, yeah, Port again didn't look amazing. Either, but found a way to win, which is which is what you have to do. And found a way easily. Yeah, they ran end. away. With yeah, it. Um, but I tell you what, this week, mate, and we'll obviously talk about this in free tippings later. But it's a test our power rankings. Yeah. So Collingwood has got Adelaide the G. That's a that's a good test. Mm. But um, Melbourne's got Geelong in Geelong. Yeah, that's a good test for Melbourne number three, and still no Oliver. Yeah, it's that's going to be a very good test for the power ranking. So, I think we might potentially see change. Who knows? And yeah. then obviously Porter got the buy, so 
they're not going to be moving. They'll be hard to they're, move. They're very sad. I think. We'll I, see. I think. I think Melbourne would have to win by about 150 points yeah. <laughs> to, to, to move, uh, or Collingwood by maybe 300 points. We 300. Might, we, might, we might get moving. I reckon if Collingwood by 10 goals. No, no, Adelaide, but Adelaide, no. Adelaide isn't great at travel, though. Yeah, that's true. So that's where it'd have to be by like 300 points. Yikes. If you guys set a margin record, I'll put Collingwood at one. What there if you go. Hawthorne beat the Suns? Do they enter third? <laughs> no, they're probably fourth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they're probably not going to do it. Not much has changed. Oh. <laughs> Oh, but no, mate. We've um, we've uh, we've got a question, mate. Another another listener question, mate. Yep, they're coming out of our ears this week. Big week, um, which we, which we love, yep. by the way. And please keep sending them keep, through. Keep sending them through. Magnetmovers at gmail.com or via our website, which this one comes through via our website from Gav. Beautiful. He's a he's a first time question in a writer. Yep, as we as we like to call them. Good on you, Gav. So thanks for writing in, Gav. We appreciate it. And his question is. Who's the best small forward at the moment in the AFL? Wow. P.S. When is Jeff going on the podcast again? Sorry? <laughs> no, no, Gav. Sorry. Who's well, this guy? <laughs> we appreciate the question, mate. Yeah, but, sorry, um, sorry, Gav. But we're not going to be rushing to get Jeff back. Mm, yeah. Based on recent form, I'd say he's... Sorry, just missed out on selection for the twos this week. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the he's, he's back at, you know, a suburban level. And, um, you know, if you can improve his question form, he yeah. might find his way, obviously, back via the twos. Yeah. But we'll see. And let's be honest, it, initially it was sort of going to be, we were sort of thinking if Jeff made Supercoach finals, we'd put down a bit of a bet. But uh, mm. Jeff's not making Supercoach finals, so that, that, that's all off the cards. He sure he's quit. Uh, <laughs> I, I think he's given up. No, I don't think he has, because he's got me this week in Supercoach. Yeah. And I'm obviously the buys are such a vulnerable time. Oh, listen to it, isn't it? Excuses. And so, but I'll still beat you this week. But uh, <laughs> we thought you were playing. I'm out. tanking this week. But like, <laughs> this is the. T- also, I think he'll try for this week to get me. Okay. And then I think he'll. I think he'll be using all his all his trades to get me. And he must have you in a couple of weeks' time again. Yeah. So I think he. I think he's been out for those two games, and that's it. It doesn't matter. Mate. He doesn't care about the rest. He's as just soon as we're out of the buys, on the best side in, in Magnum Rivers League. Oh please, mate! By fairway as well. Ben Charles has got you, but no, mate, he let's, doesn't. He does, but mate, let's chat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We've almost done our entire second episode on this one. We, we're getting too into super coach, mate. But tell me, best small four in the comp. Well, who do you think? Is Toby Green a small forward? Or is he a medium? Is there a medium size forward category? Well, I don't know. If if he's classed as... Because he's not big. No. Well, then, it's for me, it's got to be Toby Green. Yep. Who's... Yep. What do you say? Oh, it's hard to go past Toby Green. Yeah. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's elite. Um, Should we say second? Yeah, second. Is... Sounds a bit left field. Is Josh Rochelle a small forward? He is. I'd put him up there. Gosh, okay. he's exciting. Ahead of Rankin? I think so, and uh, yeah, I think so. I think mm-hmm. Josh Rochelle is better. Yep, yeah, hundred. Yep, yeah, I like that. I I really like him. Yeah. Okay. Who have you got? Um. Okay. So I didn't plan much past past Toby <laughs> uh, Green. Classic. Yeah. Um. But on. Okay. I'll do one on potential. Mm-hmm. Who should be the best? I think Cosy Pickett. His form's been very average since he signed his contract. Yeah. yeah. So fair enough, I guess. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the <money>. <laughs> what, <laughs> what can you do? Um, but beyond that, like, yeah, I don't mind. And this is left field as well. Yeah. Jack Higgins. Oh yeah, okay. I think from from Saints. Obviously, I think yeah. he's he's very good. Okay, uh, I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. Okay, I think he gets too much respect. I'm the opposite on Jack Higgins. Actually, think... I've just thought of who the best is. Tom Papley. 
Tom, oh, yeah. he does go right. Yeah, I think Pat. Please I play. hate how well he goes. Oh, the trash panda. Oh, oh I love him. He, I cannot stand <laughs> him, but he does go very well. He's delicious. Very well, mate. We were chatting about oh, this. Charlie Cameron was stiff in that conversation as well. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie Cameron Overrated, has you started. No, he, no, well, he started proving himself the past twelve months in big games. Before that, he was like he'd go missing. Yeah, but I'm just thinking he started to show a little bit more. Yeah, so he's probably just he's probably sort of top three or four. Yeah. Um, so our official answer was we both went Toby Green. Toby Green. If he doesn't count, I went Tom Papley and you went Joshua Shelley. Joshua Shelley. Yep. Okay. Cool. And look, Rochelle is probably slight potential, but like I think he goes well. Yeah. Like yeah. when he like when he turns it on. Yeah. Unstoppable. He's exciting. But mate, we would chat at this pre-show and we would say maybe we could go further. I mean, so who we think is the best forward, best midfielder, and best defender in the game right now? Like a bit like our power rankings. Yeah. If we had to pick one, one and one yeah. for. For right now, should yep. we chuck a ruckman in there? Oh, maybe. Is it a position? Don't really, really matter. That's all right. True. <laughs> so, mate, do you want to go first? Who would you pick in the in the defence? Uh, Jack Buckley. Yep. Fair. My man for the Giants. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he just he just like he's not flash. Yeah. He just gets the job done, and yeah. I, I and I think as a fellow defender. Oh no! As a as a as a quiet defender, I didn't get the big dis- big. I wasn't a big possession player. I was a shutdown player. Surprise! Shutdown player. Is that, that, that? <laughs> so? And I just shut down the opposition, and I and that's valuable because as a defender, if you stop your opposition getting goals, yeah, that's what you're there to do. Did you sort of create a little bit off the half back line at, at all? Occasionally, <laughs> not a huge mate. My, I was mainly just like, I'm just going to shut this guy down. Okay. If, I, if, if I've bit. done that, if all six of us do that, which none of us ever did, if all six of us shut down our defenders, they're not getting any goals. Mm. That's all we need. Okay. The midfielders and forwards do the rest. Right. So, but I played for a rubbish teammate, so midfielders got beaten every week, so it didn't matter what I did. Mm. Um, I like this. But, so yeah, Jack Buckley, mate, is uh, my number one defender. Closely followed by Josh Danger Ranger, it sounds like. <laughs> so, look. Josh Dangerous Rangers was so unlucky not yeah. to get to the big dive. No, it was a hard luck story of, of 2014, <laughs> as he's told me on most occasions. Uh, but no, we'll move on. Uh, mine's got, Darcy Moore. Yeah, okay. Luck. No hard to there. go past. No surprise there. Probably be the Australian captain. Yeah, sure. Yep. Um, and just his form over the last month's been absurdly good. So, yep. yeah. What about your midfielder, mate? Marcus Bontempelli. Okay. Yep. Bonty. Yes. And I think he's shown the weekend why. That game against North Melbourne, they were <laughs> they were in trouble there. Yeah, and he he said we are not losing this game, but and it was against North Melbourne. But he but like his ability to stand up, like he does against every team, like he puts that side on his back, and just like carries them crazy. Yeah, like they win so many games they shouldn't because of him. And like if you think back to obviously they got belted in, but that grand final, who's on the main reasons they were in front, like like sort of late in the third quarter. Then, like, you know, eventually Oliver Petrarca overrun it. But, like, it was yeah. him and, I think, from memory, Trelaw. But, like, he was just so instrumental. Yeah. He's... So, I reckon Bondapalli is, is number one. And he's, and he's able to hit the scoreboard, too. Yeah. Elite. So, I've got him. Yeah. Who have you got? I've got Zach Butters. Yeah, okay. Uh, yep. Just because this year he's had a bit of a coming out party. Yep. Uh, his ability to sort of break away from, from stoppage and, as, as you sort of touched on with Bond, hit the scoreboard... Mm. Butters is yeah, his value for a goal. Like he, he finds the sticks and he's good in front of him. Yep. Closely followed by at the moment for my Tim Taranto. Oh, okay. Has been at elite. I don't know if you saw much of his game Saturday night. No, I I, I try and avoid Richmond games. Yeah, okay. Can't stand Richmond. They're back so. by the way. 
Yeah. I don't know if you know this. They beat St Kilda. Let's no, not they're get back. Too they're seriously back. No. They're two points out of the eight. Yeah, but and they'll make it. No, I don't think they will. Mm. Well, oh, I don't think they will. Let Showing your knowledge there. <laughs> oh, mate, we'll circle this. We'll circle back to this one, mate. We'll no, circle back to this, Mister Mr. Mister We're going to win the flag and see he's going to have a big year this year. Remember those calls from you? Yeah? So, yeah, you know we. we yeah, well. <laughs> Damn, we you move got on. Me there. We yeah. move on. <laughs> Who's your forward, mate? Who's your best forward? I'm not sure. I'm going to go first. I'm still thinking. I don't know who my number one forward is because okay. I want us like on paper, and when they're at their best, the best forward in the game is Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, but has he been there? But this he year? hasn't been there this year. Mm. And then Toby Green has missed a number of games here and there through uh, through injury. Was it injury? I think he's only missed a, couple. He missed a couple. I don't think he's missed many. He missed two or three in a row, I think. Maybe. Cost me some tips there because I tipped them when I thought he was coming Foolish. back. So I'm not, I'm not sure because I'm not sure I'm going to table when he's missed a number of games. So I'm not sure who there is left. Um, Would you like me to take this? Yeah, you go first. I'll have a think. I'll take Toby. Yeah. Uh, I think he's the best. Closely yeah. followed, if you'll allow me. Yeah. By Brody Majek. <laughs> oh, please. Nah, it's probably slight hyperbole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I'll just stick with Toby Green. <laughs> uh, look, I think Toby's a pretty good bet. Like, oh, so my check will be stiff not to be all Australian this year. Almost guaranteed for the squad. How many goals he kicked? 26, I think. Yeah. Nah, maybe a bit less. I don't know. Not sure that gets in there, but that's all right. Um, Thanks, mate. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <right. laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think we have to go with you on this one, Toby Green, because like, I think that's the thing, like, there hasn't been any real standout forward this year, has there? Like, Danaher had an elite month. Kerno had a good sort of month period. But, like, that, yeah, there isn't in on this saying, geez. Gosh, yeah. they dominate the league this year. for the first six weeks, but... But yeah, that's been off. it. Like, there's, yeah. there's just... There's no, like, oh, this is clearly the best forward in the game right now. You'd be, you'd be wanting to try and get him. Like, there's no one that's that's doing that consistently. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. And I think, I think it's a... It's a time when, gosh, if you're like, you'd, you'd want to be a young forward right now, because if you could turn it on, you'd be getting some big money coming your way. Yeah. With the lack of that sort of really major superstar forward at the moment, gosh, you can make some money. Yeah, I'm sort of yeah. I think now more than ever, it's really hard to be a forward, mm. just because mm. the way teams defend sure. and the way that footy's changed to like probably because of Collingwood and to an extent the way Geelong played last year, that sort of a sweeper, quarterback, whatever you want to call that, Tom Stewart, Darcy Moore role, has become so important that the ability to intercept mark, like teams just zone off and intercept mark and play defenders loose. It's very mm. tough to be a, you know, a big key forward these days. Yeah. You just don't get the opportunities you'd, you'd get in, uh, you know, 20 years ago. Mm. So, yeah, got, definitely I, tough. I've got a question for you, mate. Please. Slightly off topic here. Okay. But you mentioned, and this, it's something that bugs me. Okay. Why do we call that sort of sweeper half back position the quarterback position? People will say, oh, they're, they're like quarterback back there, right? Yeah. Quarterbacks in NFL, yeah. A, they're on, they're, they're offensive, not yeah. defensive, but they're on the offensive side. And they're the ones who are throwing the ball to receivers or touchdowns. So anything, the closest thing we have is like a key midfielder like Bond and Valley. No. Why on earth is someone who's starting the back line no, no. a quarterback? I disagree with this. How is that how is that like a quarterback? So the quarterback is obviously the general and the, the person who calls the plays and runs yeah. runs the offense. Yep. Yeah. I, I think that they the quarterback in footy is that intercept no. defender because they get that play started. Yeah, but then where they go depends on where the what the midfielders do. 
Yeah, but like, say the first like first play for a quarterback, yep. they only throw you know five yards and then they start again. Like it's not like every play is a throw to yeah, a, but, uh, to a play for a touchdown. But the key part of the yeah, but like the the key part of the quarterback is that essentially ability to score. Yeah, eventually, and but that's then like you, and that's like the midfielders hitting the forwards, which are like the wide receivers. No, or the small forwards, which are like the running backs. And no, you score. but you do measure those intercept defenders in terms of firstly intercept possessions. I mean, and they're gained and score involved, and they're first. intercept defenders. So if anything, they should be on the defensive, <laughs> the defensive side. Who do yeah, the, the, the our game's more dynamic? <laughs> So, all I'm saying is they shouldn't be compared to quarterbacks. It's not a good comparison. I think it is. I don't like it at all. Um, Mate. Go have a hot chocolate, Josh. (laughs) I can't get a good one. But, (laughs) mate, let's talk something that's come out the last, I think the last two or three days. Yeah. This has come out of absolutely nowhere. It has. Essendon apparently are reviewing their logo. They are. Do you want to tell us a bit about this, mate? Like, yeah. So what's going on? It's sort of come a bit out of nowhere, as you said, but uh, allegedly Essendon have started to to the initial process to change their logo. Yep. From the the bomber bomber sort of plane. Yep. Um. The the reason for that has been speculated, but not confirmed. Yep. Um. As to why that is, but yeah. So they're essentially just going to change their logo and sort of make it look a little bit different. Uh, and it sort of caused a lot of backlash. Matthew Lloyd on Footy Classified said, like, you know, are you serious? Like, that's, he would be really disappointed because he really associates with the logo. And mm. yeah, it, it is interesting, mate. What, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, so the, and just to clarify, the, we're not yet too political, but the speculation is that it's being changed because it's offensive. Yeah, but I think they came out and sort of denied that. But like, don't you just say, like, there is, I haven't seen anyone who wants to change the logo. Like, non-Essendon fans are like, it's actually a good logo. Yeah, it is a good logo, like, I think. If if non-Essendon fans are saying that, like, don't touch it. And if it <sighs> if it is offensive, wouldn't the name also That's be in right. question? That's right. Like, Which on, on what not. planet is the... Is it like, is it like oh, we're going to be called the Bobbers, but, like, our logo is offensive, but not our name. Yeah. Like, so I don't... Maybe it's not the offensive... Well, maybe it is. I don't I, know. I don't know, because if it is offensive... The other teams need to change this too. Well, teams do change their logo. Do you want to know who needs to change this? Who? The Gold Coast Suns. Why? Well, the sun gives you skin cancer. Oh, Josh. That's offensive right there. Wow. Magpie. That's some of your best work. Magpies swoop, swoop people, mate. Swoop season, baby. So, that's <laughs> offensive right there. Anyone who's ever gotten swooped. Yep. So, I can't believe that uh, we're not changing them as well. No, nah, well, it's fair and it's a good point. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But if you think about it, teams do periodically change their logo. Yeah. Like Collingwood logo has changed a lot since yeah. you know I've been alive, and, and Hawthorne's has as well, and Brisbane's, and yep. every team does change their logo. But it is the the removal of the the plane from the logo yeah. that is causing the controversy. And I think it's a fact as well, though, that like I don't quite know where the rumor came from that it's because it's offensive. But I don't like that didn't help. Like no. if they're like, oh, we're just gonna modernize it slightly, you'd be like, oh yeah, cool, fine, yeah, go for it. Well, what are they gonna change it to? I don't like know. they're not they're the Essendon Bombers, like. What, is it going to be just like the word Essendon? Maybe a bomber jacket. Mm, is that offensive? Oh, all right. <laughs> why, are they, why are they called that? <laughs> oh, I mean, I think they were what the, I, I just I, want to tell you, I am offended, <laughs> just to be clear. So, if you could just maybe apologise before by, you get cancelled. By the bomber jackets? Yeah. yeah. No, by you saying bomber jackets. That word. 
Uh, anyway, that's Dang just it, me. So, sorry, mate. No, thanks, Josh. Avoiding your cancellation there. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is inevitable. Uh, <laughs> if one of us is going to get cancelled, mate, based on previous episodes, mate, it's not me. Don't agree with that. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I don't think they should change it at all, mate. I, I could do some modernisation. Yeah. That wouldn't offend me. But if they do change it, I want to know why. So, then if you are listening, which you probably are. Of course. Um, yeah, let us know what, what the thought process behind yeah. uh, wanting to change it is. Yeah. Because, no. yeah, we want to know. Yeah, for sure. Mate. Type of magnet mover of the week. It's big. So I've got a quick nomination. Yep. And my nomination is the Barmy Army. Oh, it's been good. Because we obviously hate England. Yeah, I would say that's fair. Uh, we love beating them. But yep. one thing I always appreciate is the Barmy Army. Oh, they're great, aren't they? And they're the best thing at playing England. And so the reason they're my nomination was they're, uh, they're, they're sort of chant their sledge towards Dave Smith. Yeah. And that is that we saw you crying on the tally. <laughs> Which, as the listeners may recall, when, after Sam Pabby got, he was there, obviously quite emotional about the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, most people would be like, oh, he was sort of being vulnerable there in that moment. Whereas the Barbie Army are like, we got after you for this. Not so, about it. <laughs> I, um, I love that. Yeah. Oh, that was top class. Some other good stuff from them. Yep. Uh, referring to, to Nathan Lyon as a... Mo and Ali. Yeah. <laughs> a, uh, inferior Mo and Ali. Yes. Yep. Yep. A, a poor Mo and Ali. Yep. Yep. Um, I also like them seeing Hey Jude to Joe Roo. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just Stuart Broad's use of the Barmy Army. He gets them up better than anyone else. <laughs> he does. And, oh, it, it is infuriating. He, he's the epitome of like private school wealth. At like 35. <laughs> How is he still so good at bowling? Oh, he's a jet, isn't he? Like, he should be like breaking down every ball. Yeah. Mo and Ali style. But like, he, he just keeps going. So, so shout out to him. Mind you, we could be seeing, we could be retiring James Anderson here. Yeah. He didn't do much, mate. And didn't get a look in with the new ball either. No, nah, not at all. So I think he, uh, I think we might be seeing him off. I reckon Mark Wood could come in for them. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, mate. Time for my magnet mirror of the week. Yep. Also comes from the cricket. And, yep. and as I alluded to earlier, it was going to be Ollie Robinson for his sort of sledging and, and the way he got everyone up and about um, around this. But yep. it's actually it's actually Nathan Lyon. The goat. The goat. The goat. Uh, obviously, uh, affectionately known as Gaza. Yep. Um, so, I don't know if you've seen this, but Pat Cummins was getting interviewed after the game. Mm. And um, he said, like the interview was going, wow, what a shot from... From Gaza, like that um, on drive over over mid on, that was yeah. a couple of bounces to the rope, and he's like, "We saw you walk past him. What, what did you say to him?" And he's like, "Oh, I, I didn't really get to say anything to him because he was just walking past, looking at the ground, going, good shot, Gary, to himself." <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. I really like that. Firstly, nicknaming yourself, yes, awesome, and yes. just the. You know, the shot in the moment, and yeah, that's just fantastic. So, shout out to the GOAT. That's yeah. um, you're my nomination for Magnet Mirror of the Week. Yeah, nice. And, and I think, look, reflecting on that, I think if either one of us had done that, we would both do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you call yourself if you had uh, anything come to, come to mind? I don't know. Like, probably just Ranger. Like, I was always called Ranger about that, but yeah. I, I probably, I might go, oh, nice shot, Dangerous Rangerous. I might, oh. might go with a bit, might go with the old Dangerous. Yeah. Uh, what about you, mate? What would you go with? Yeah, look, I wouldn't say I've played this moment over in my head too much. Sure. But that's not to say I haven't. I'll be, um, yeah, I don't know, quads. 
Teflon. Oh Old Teflon, John, you reckon, mate? Yeah, a bit of that work, so we'll get that going on. Yeah, so yeah, we'll leave that leave oh, that there. No, I, I like it, mate, I like it. Mate, before we try us on for size, yeah. I've got a bit of pro bad work for you. Oh, you're a good man. I am. And it's surprising, consider- considering your move to the corporate world, that you're still good finding the time for <laughs> Look, the people. this might be the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. And that's, as well, the pro battle is me bringing up an issue. Yeah. And promoting that issue. Not getting enough love. There's not enough, there's not enough attention. Yeah. And this one, mate, I think this one will shock you. Okay. And enrage you. You might have already heard about this. It's, that seems likely. <laughs> so, you might not even like this. You might be like, oh, that's good. But for most people, a lolly favourite. Is the fantail? Oh, I've heard about this. <laughs> oh, he's this is a this. disaster. So the fantail is great on a number of levels. Yeah, a the actual caramelly chocolate oh. sweet on the inside. Yes, is elite. Yes, but then on the outside, the wrapper, you get the who am I sort of questions. You do. It's a two in one. It is. It's a fun activity as well as something delicious. Yeah, it's like Every- a carton draft. Yeah, everybody wins. You do. There is no loser in the equation. Agree. Until now. Yep. The people of Earth. <laughs> the people of Earth are the real losers. <laughs> because it has been announced that they are stop stopping completely. Yep. Manufacturing of the fantail. It's absurd to It me. is ridiculous. Why would they do that? Well, apparently it's, it's because... It's sugar-free. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's the issue. Like that's what they're doing to everything. No, apparently, the issue is that A, sales are down. I find that hard to believe. Yep. How, how sales make are down. Maybe they sugar free, I said. <laughs> Maybe they did make them sugar free. Maybe that was the issue. <laughs> but apparently, to keep making them, they have to pay lots to upgrade their machines or something because they're due for a massive upgrade. Right. And it's going to be too expensive. No. So they're just like, no, nah, we'll cut our losses. No. So this is disgusting. Yep. And frankly, it's un-Australian. That's what it is. Yeah, I would say that's accurate. So I think the company that make them, is, I want to say Nestle. I reckon it is. Is it Nestle? Yep. And if it's not, we're going to go after Nestle anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should all boycott Nestle. Yep. Is the role of the story. Yep. Um, and I we should probably start a GoFundMe page. Yep. And one of those start a petition, whatever they're called. Yep. To 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 save them because this is this is out there with the chip shortage for me. This it, is disgusting. Oh, nah, it's it's devastating. It is. And as a as a sort of semi frequent uh, fantail consumer, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. and by semi frequent maybe semi annual. Yep. And by semi annual I mean <laughs> semi decadal. Oh no! If you will, you're part of the issue. <laughs> I do feel responsible. <laughs> and I just want to take this opportunity to say, Josh. On behalf of all the semi-decadal fantail consumers, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have had more fantails. It's one of those things where you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Correct. <laughs> and you're like, what have I done? Oh, no. And, oh, I've been feeling the pinch all day. <laughs> feeling the guilt? Yeah. I saw this this morning and it shattered me. I'm going to have to go to the shops and see if they've still any left. Definitely like, stock up. They, get... they will sell out. Oh, 100%. They'll be clickers on about five years old. So... Yeah, it's pretty garbage. That's shattering. So, that's my pro bono work, mate. Yep. There you go. Mate, mate I've, I've got a bit of a random question for you. Okay, before so, I try some of the Yep, what do you yeah, got for me? Yeah, so I was I was in the city yesterday because I had an exam for uni, so yep. I was in... How'd you go, by the way? I asked you, how'd you go to the exam? Yeah, no, nah, cruise control. Yeah, nice, no, of course. Yeah, not bad. No surprise. Mm. 
Teflon. Uh, so I was I was in the exam and uh, sorry sorry. <laughs> that, 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 there's a bit on there. Um, but yeah, so I was you know doing my exam and mm-hmm. I was just sort of taking a, a break. Yeah, and I, I texted Victoria because yep. she came in into the city with me, which is good. Right. She had a, had a day off work, and I was just oh, like, lovely. she's like, I could, there's nothing to do in the city. And it's sort of nine o'clock in the morning because it did start early, and she's like, none of the shops open until ten. Oh, and I was like, what do you mean? Like, it's the city. You've got a, a two hours to kill. I do this exam. Hmm. Firstly, you're in the best city in the world for coffee. Go get a coffee. And so it sort of came Can to I get my head. Chocolate? Mm, they're no good. <laughs> but like, it came to my head. If you yeah. had an hour in the city to, mm, to yourself mm. in in Melbourne, yep. or I don't know any other cities you're familiar with. Yeah, but we'll go Melbourne. What what would you do? Yeah. I have no idea. Okay. Let's go for a walk. I don't know. Like, just an hour. Yeah, you an, got, a, yeah, an, or an afternoon. If I've got an afternoon, I'm copping an MCG2 in Sports Museum. <laughs> 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 I should have seen that coming. There, there you go. Don't go to the movies. One of those two. Yeah. Um, so those, those are some options. You could go for a walk in the Botanical Gardens or something. Yeah. Be an option. Um... Yeah, no, what would you do? I I love walking in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I I walk because I work in in South Melbourne. I walk down from Flinders Street to South Melbourne each day. That's a great walk. Nice past sort of like the art centre, um, old Hamer Hall. Yep, true yep. Hamer Hall. Um, and just I would just go like if I had an hour, I reckon I'd just go sample coffees. I reckon yeah. I could run maybe like four to five coffees. Oh, Maybe piccolo is like real small. You'd be buzzing afterwards, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, that's true. So, yeah, it's, it is interesting that, um, yeah, I didn't know at, at nine o'clock in the morning there was nothing open in the I, city, which as, is also a problem. As you said that, I was like, that actually does sound about right. I think a lot of stuff does open at 10. Why? Because there's people in there from... Oh, I don't know. So, maybe that's my question. <laughs> Why is nothing open at nine o'clock? I don't know. Maybe it's because everyone sort of working and... If you're in the other stuff, you're probably not going to get in there until 10. I don't know. True. Like, who's actually... This is my question with everything. All the shops open weekdays. Who goes to them? Well, they're busy. Like, obviously, if you're retired, you, yeah. you can go to the shops then. Yeah. Fine. School holidays. But during work... Like, not school holidays. Who's at these shops? Can I just say... Who's there? Josh. Yeah. This is the richest thing ever. You've worked nine to five for, <laughs> for three days. <laughs> Mate, you were there last week. <laughs> What are you saying? Oh, yeah, but I was the, I was the one person. Right? <laughs> this is unbelievable. And for the people who've been listening yeah. since the start, the character switch in Josh Dalgeranger <laughs> is massive. He's just taken on the white collar issues. 100% I have that. What a man. And this is massive. I'm going to embrace it. Before, before you go any further, yeah. try this off a size. Have you got one for, for me this week? I do have a chocolate sauce for you. Oh, tell me. Is I it, do have one. Is it Barreras and hot chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> is it going to work? <laughs> tell me nine to five of the train. <laughs> In the oh, city. How you going, Peak Hour? Probably so, not well. Uh, look, it's a bit different from used to. That's right, right? Okay. That's right. Thanks for the start of the line, mate. So, you know, get yep. a seat. Lucky read man. a book. Happy days. Lucky man. But, mate, I have a... It's, it's, it's sort of to help with the grieving of the fantail. Okay. I have discovered a new chocolate bar. I don't know how new it is. I've been around for a long time. But I, I'd i never heard of this before. I tried it, and it's blown my mind. Okay. Have you ever heard of a scorched peanut bar? No. Neither had I. Where'd you get it? 
Woolworths. Okay. How much? How many sheets? It was. It's like the you know in those like um like the sort of individual ones, all like king size and like the two dollars mm. and special one dollar. So these are two dollars. Yeah. And it's like, have you had um? It's like I can't, I can't think what it's called. Um, have you had peanut brittle before? No. Okay, so peanut brittle's are made. It's like peanut brittle covered in chocolate, which is like it's like peanuts sort of coated in toffee. Wow. And then it's surrounding chocolate. Wow. It's so good. So good. So get yourself a scorched peanut bar. I don't know if Coles and Woolworths definitely do. Get along. It's like the most plain packaging you've ever seen. What colour? It's like a white and blue. Like, okay. it, But it's like, it's like the most unappealing packaging. It's yep. like... What made you try it? I, I, I just I just saw it and I'm like, oh, I'll give it a go. It looks interesting. And I've always liked peanut brittle. So I thought, maybe it's kind of like that. Who knows? Mm. And um, I was intrigued. because so I was like, I've never seen a child here I've never seen before. There like, it's go. always the same ones. You know, you might get like, oh, there's a new Kit Kat or something. But you, you, everyone's trying to Kit Kat. How good Kit Kat's like, Kit Kit Kat's are amazing. (laughs) Next week, top five chocolate bars. Do you know what? Let's do it. Next week, I'm going to give you the top five chocolate bars you can get from that section we both will. I like that. Um, I'll do some research over the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be the most recent we've ever done this podcast. Be most prepared. May not fit through the door. But mate, what have, what have you? Have you got a chance of a size? I do, mate. mate. What have you got? For I me? do, and it's actually it almost could be a compliment to yours. Okay, um, but it's not to wash it down with so, me. Correct. Oh, so, so there you in go. the past, I have recommended the the chalky milk. Oh, you have. Yes, everybody does know. Yeah. I am a I'm a big fan mm-hmm. and an avid consumer. Yep. So this week, I discovered a new a new flavor. Oh, and they've released the Rainbow Paddle Pop Oak. Hello. So it tastes exactly like a rainbow paddle pop. So it's caramel. Caramel. Yeah. But like, it tastes like a rainbow paddle It tastes rainbow yep. to me. Obviously, <laughs> it's caramel. Which is caramel. But that's just marketing. <laughs> sorry, sorry to burst the bubble of everyone, but the rainbow paddle pop is caramel. <laughs> this is, yeah, well, boy, oh boy. Uh, but- I remember so just quietly, like, primary school people would get one. They were like, oh, this part of it tastes different because it's a different colour. And you're like, oh, mate. Oh, <laughs> I was all, that kid. It's all the same, champ. <laughs> well, Josh was that guy. <laughs> Hate to have dreams around him. <laughs> um, but no, if you haven't given that a crack, yep. the Rainbow Puddle Pop Oak, it oak. takes it tastes literally like a Rainbow uh-huh. Puddle Pop. So the nostalgia's there. I'll have to try it. Amazing. Seriously, up there. It, it's, I think it's limited edition, so yeah. um, I'll probably... You know, snack on a couple more. Stock up. Um, you and me, fair tales and, uh, <laughs> and, and oaks, oaks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Like, I haven't been the biggest fan of all the, like, you know, limited edition oaks. I but... was about to say, they've been, they haven't been great. They've put no. me off them because I reckon for quite a while they've been, oh, they've been the pretty poor. The splice ones. Uh, oh, splice that. was yeah. disgusting. That was, that was gross. Um, and if, if you do want me to start reviewing oaks <laughs> on our socials, I will do it. Maybe maybe we should do. Mate, I'm hearing a food segment coming up here. Yeah, is what I'm hearing. This is true. So we are quite, you know, experts in the oh. in the snack department. <laughs> we are. Uh, and sweet we, we could take over that market. Hundred percent, mate. Uh, but yeah, nah. Give that a crack. Try that on for size, yep. mate. That's what I've got for you. Nah, nice. What I'm hearing is soon we'll have a third episode each week, and then I'll be asking for their food recommendations. Agree. Uh, but mate, that is definitely all we've got time for. Gosh, we've we've ranted and we've raved today. We've rambled. But make sure you tune, make sure you tune in for part two. Yeah, we're. 
talking all things footy tipping. Yeah. We're talking all things Sydney culture. We haven't talked about that enough already. So okay. tune in and we'll uh, we'll catch you soon. We'll see you when you're older.